Alright listeners, we're going to discuss the Dragon Ball Super Broly movie, Xbox Live coming to the Switch, and is Apex Legends the new Fortnite? Stay tuned. Hello and welcome to the Streamcast. We are Gogeta. What did you think of the Dragon Ball Super Broly movie? Oh my goodness, it was so good. I went in there and I didn't know what to expect. I didn't watch any of the trailers, because when it comes to a film I really want to see, I dodge them, like I don't need to have any spoilers at all. And I'm not going to lie, I was pleasantly surprised. Like, my <laughs> expectations weren't high. They weren't. They weren't. <laughs> They weren't high. Wow. But no, it blew me away. And it's really good to see Broly in this light. Yes. He's not just an angry rage monster, which is really good. There's reasons behind the rage. Mm. No, but yeah, if you're a Dragon Ball Z fan, you've seen it and you've loved it, this is the film for you. You're going to love it. It's going to be amazing. If you're not a Dragon Ball Z fan, I would recommend catching up or not watching this because you are going to miss a lot. A lot of things won't make sense the main villain that comes along. It seems like he doesn't really have a great motive to be there, but if you know his backstory, it does fit in, it does make sense. It's not as thin as it might seem because he's a schemer and yeah, he's going there for some nonsense reason, but it is going somewhere. Like he's originally planning to get his wish, come back and, you know, cause trouble, but things just happened to fall into his lap and Frieza, being the opportunist that he is, now uses this as the catalyst for the entire film. So I think it's done really well. So, how do you want to break this down? Should we uh, talk about our best bits or do you want to go from like start to finish? I want to dissect Broly. Let's dissect it. Yeah, I like this. Because like, it's not going to be in, in the cinemas for too long. I think it's down already. Oh, that's a shame. I'd watch uh, it again. I would definitely watch it at least twice more. It's great. Mm. It's such a good movie. How many times are you going to go with a different woman? <laughs> right, we'll catch you guys on the next streamcast. Wow. Do <laughs> you just cut that out anyways? Or you can be the chaotic neutral you I, are and leave I'm it not, in. I'm not taking that out. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? Right, so that Broly movie was amazing. I like how it just rewrites all of sane history. I don't like how they reworked Bardock's personality. I did like him originally as the rugged, badass saying who was a bad guy, but he cared about his own, his crew and his sons. He cared about and he does still kind of retain that. But because his design is almost identical to Dragon Ball Minus, I just think Minus every time I see it. Sorry, Dragon Ball Minus? Yes. What's that? So Dragon Ball Minus is Toriyama's manga, mm. his short, that was meant to replace Bardock, father of Goku. It was to rewrite Goku being sent away. Goku was apparently three years old in, and in the full armor when he was sent off by Bardock. Bardock was a good guy. His wife, Jine, was there. And um, it was poorly written. It was crap. And I think that this was done a lot better. Bardock was given a lot more character. I don't think Jine adds to the movie, but she doesn't detract either. Mm -hmm. And I'm just glad that this was better than Minus. Minus was terrible. And well, if you haven't read Minus, don't. It's just You've about been to say saved. that. You've been saved. Thank you. Appreciate <laughs> that. I like what they did with Bardock in this film. Because I agree with what you said he retains that same persona that he had in the original um, Father of Bardock film. Father of Goku. Sorry, Father of Goku. <laughs> I just called him Jesus, basically. <laughs> <laughs> Bardock, Father of Bardock. <laughs> That's the movie I want to see. That's going to be a weird family reunion. It'll be Futurama. <gasps> Whoa. I'd say Bardock's definitely smarter than Fry, though. I mean, a doorknob is smarter than Fry. It's not a great achievement, yeah, true. is it? It's a terrible benchmark. <laughs> terrible. <laughs> I loved the bit with Cold and Freezer that you actually find out it was the Cold Force. 
Yes. And you got the Ginyu Force out there dabbing and, you know, dancing and all that. I love that. I love the fact that they were still dancing when they came. Yes. I don't like the fact that they did it as the camera was panning out. They should have devoted a good five seconds just to them posing. I wanted the whole theme song. Yes. By Team Four Star. (laughs) (laughs) I would like to see how the Saiyans reacted to that. That's a good question. Then again, I'm sure the Saiyans do have some form of taste. So it probably would have gone down very well. (laughs) <laughs> I don't know, Vegeta felt like throwing up against Raccoon, so... Really? Yeah, because of all the dance moves and the feminine wiles. Vegeta clearly has no taste, <laughs> and is clearly having issues with his sexuality. Yeah, remember with Zarbon, he was very worried that he got probed. <laughs> but if I recall correctly, I'm pretty sure, and I quote, Vegeta did say that he was about to blow his load... All over Zarbon's insides. He did say no homo. He did say so no homo. It does kind of cancel out. Doesn't I mean, count. It's true. It's the true. American mm. toxic masculinity rules dictate mm, yeah. that if you say no homo, whatever you say before it doesn't count. So what you're saying is if I have a one night stand with a man accidentally, as long as I say no homo, I'm good. It only works verbally. It only works it verbally. It doesn't work physically. Ah, fair enough. Okay. That's not a loophole, Isaac. <laughs> does oral count as verbally? I don't want to discuss this. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Should we uh, venture back to the topic of Broly? Yes. Let's do this. Yeah. Um, and I do love how Freezer's first line is, Hello, monkeys. That was a, firstly, that was a great Freezer impression. And Thanks. secondly, I completely agree. Freezer has just always been true to his yes. racist self. He is so racist. Oh, yeah. He would have voted for Brexit. Make this universe great again. Exactly. Before blowing it up. (laughs) But yeah, there's so much greatness in this film. They fleshed out Paragus. They fleshed out Broly. Mm. Um, What do you think of Paragus as a dad? Good saying dad. Poor dad. Mm. You know, by our standards. Mm, True. But we could tell that Paragus did actually care for him. Whereas in the original movie... So I'm going to call Red Broly... Broly Z and then Green Broly, Broly Super. Those are red Broly. The original Broly used um, he he wore red around his waist. Yes, yeah. you're right. He did. Yeah, and Paragus seemed to care a lot more about Broly in Super than in Z. In Z, he was very much a tool, a uh, weapon, and um, with the story on Z, which I actually kind of like, the planet that they all are on is destined to be hit by a comet and Paragus tries to escape in a pod for one leaving Broly to die and I don't think I think I remember this scene yeah and um does that pod get crushed yes by a certain legendary super saiyan yes Broly's the goat (laughs) (laughs) I never forget the British dub of Broly is that the ocean dub no, oh, that's okay. a Canadian dub. Okay, Canadian There's an dub. even worse dub. <laughs> <laughs> because I can't remember what Broly says, but he starts to crush the pod, and Paragus says something very Shakespearean. Like, oh, how cruel this fate is to be murdered by your own offspring. Ah, how I... What the ring? No, oh, well, I was preparing this space capsule for our escape zone. <laughs> Great idea, Dad, but it'd get a little snug in there. Oh, 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 perish at the hand of my own son, not that! No, why has destiny conspired against me so tragically? I'm like, huh? <laughs> what? Clearly, they were all interns who had just finished English literature. So they were dying. <laughs> Straight from to Warwick impart- University. Yeah. <laughs> dying to impart that wisdom. <laughs> But yeah, I feel that Paragus actually cared a lot more for Broly and Super. Yeah, you can tell. It's a, uh, it's, it's more of a selfish love because yeah, absolutely, yeah, because it's where it's a case where he's still trying to be a Satan on this other planet, and he doesn't let Broly intermingle with anything else. So Broly makes that friend, the yeah. um, the green monster, wherever it was, and for some reason Paragus was not okay with that. Even though this green monster was basically the strongest thing apart from those two on the planet, 
Broly's just making friends with the best. He's keeping good company. Yeah. And Paragras isn't okay with that. And it completely ruins their bond. It's a, it's a kind of smothering love. He leaves Vegeta completely. Goes against King Vegeta. And I think he does it in a better way than the original. In the original. I would say so. I think he gets beaten up and thrown out of Planet yeah. Vegeta. Yeah. yeah. In this one, he leaves like a boss by himself. Bit of a prick. Because he did kill that guy. That, <laughs> that was so him. savage. <laughs> Came back to buy him though. True. But he didn't kill his son, which means he cared. Exactly. It's good. Even though he tried to shock him. He did multiple times though. Yes, he did. But this one seemed... Seemed a bit more humane than the original. Because I think the original was more mind control yeah. than anything. Yeah. yeah. So, which made Broly, like, docile. Yeah. In this one, even though he gets shocked, he's still himself. He's a bit reserved... I wouldn't say he's as docile as the first mm. one. Uh, in this one, thankfully, Paragas has taught him English, which is really good. He learned English in that first movie, though. He had a lot of lines. True, he did. He did. Yeah. Sorry, he had more confidence in this one. Yes, which is really good. <laughs> Before and a half taller than you, whatever. <laughs> the soft. How can you be the legendary Super Saiyan with the soft voice? <laughs> Come on, grow some hair on your chest, man. (laughs) But I genuinely think this Broly was head and shoulders better than what we got in um, the 1993 version of the Broly film. Yeah. 1993 Baby's here as well. Cheers. The film was released because we were born, clearly, clearly, in respect. Legendary Super Saiyans. Yes, I like this. Quick question, actually. So, I watched someone else's review, and they said how Kale go into a sort of legendary Super Saiyan form was similar to Broly's in this film. Now, both are now canon. And he made the point that Goku didn't recognise or even say that Broly looks quite similar to Kale. What are your thoughts on this? Funny, actually. Those are my exact same thoughts Mm -hmm. on that. When Broly did become legendary Super Saiyan, first of all, I didn't think that transformation... Got enough. I agree. I wanted more. It should have been more because there's a big moment where Freezer's like, oh, wait, I did something. And then a Super Saiyan was born. Ah, boom, shoots Paragus. Does the greatest acting I've ever seen in anime. (laughs) That scene was everything. I love Freezer now. I've always loved Freezer. Always, yeah. Like, he's a great character altogether now like he can do it all I can see why Cell existed they wanted more Freezer Cell was just discount Freezer yes yeah exactly and Broly goes Super Saiyan okay Mm -hmm. obviously saving Legendary for you know later on Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. big big transformation and then it's like okay (laughs) and I didn't like the fact that in canon Kale comes first Mm -hmm. so I feel Gogeta should have mentioned that she, he looks like Kale. Mm-hmm. It's a bit of a bummer, but it's not a big minus because people who have followed Dragon Ball for years know that Broly was first. Egg sandwich or not. Although, you say he was first. Are we talking Super Saiyan first? Legendary Super Saiyan first? What do you mean by first? Legendary Super Saiyan. So then my counterpoint is... If you're going to take that legendary Super Saiyan film in 1993, I think that does a massive disservice to the legendary Super Saiyan form. Because at this point, Super Saiyan 2 wasn't part of that universe when that 1993 film came out. So there was a cap, basically. And eventually, Goku was, through the power of main characterism, was able to beat the legendary Super Saiyan. And I think that's left the legendary Super Saiyan form in a really shitty position. So it's like under Super Saiyan 2. So that means everyone after Gohan Super Saiyan 2, including Cell, final form, is stronger than the legendary Super Saiyan. I don't like that, because that kind of reduces what the legendary Super Saiyan is. However, we have Broly, who stood toe-to-toe with Gogeta. Yes! Okay, this is what I'm talking about. This is what I want. Yes! 
So I think yeah, the legendary Super Saiyan. Wait, wait, when you, hold on, when you say when he comes first, like I just meant design. Oh, design. Okay, yeah. fair enough. So I think this is fine because Goku becomes a Super Saiyan. His hair goes yellow, whatever. Vegeta becomes a Super Saiyan. Hair goes yellow, whatever. I thought you forgot what color it went. <laughs> I did for a second. <laughs> wow. But I think the whole legendary Super Saiyan, like, I don't understand why it can't just be just someone's trait. Because if you think about it, we've only ever seen two full Super Saiyans. Well, I guess... Okay, let me go back. If you get rid of Super, we've only seen two full Super Saiyans, and then you've seen three half Saiyans, I believe. Goten, Trunks, and... That other one. Oh yes, Gohan. Gohan. Oh. Yeah, no one remembers Gohan. So much potential. And obviously they'd have the same characteristics as their parents. So then you've got someone like Broly who's come along and he's just really strong. Like he's just got that in him since birth. And then he goes like legendary Super and It's like, wow, that's sick. Maybe that's just the a characteristic Sai- Saiyans have. Because we haven't seen that many Super Saiyans. The way the Saiyans lived, they they very much rested on their laurels. So you had King Vegeta, who wouldn't let anyone else who was stronger exist. It had to be him and his son that were the strongest. And you just got rid of everyone else. And you saw that with Broly. Who's to say he hasn't done this before? Who's to say he's been throwing these these strains of Super Saiyans just out the door, just sending them away because he was scared of their power? Who's to say that you can have Super Saiyans that look like Vegeta and Goku, and then you have Super Saiyans that look like Kale and Broly. And maybe you've got Super Saiyans that have slightly different Super Saiyan transformations. Maybe that exists. Because that would explain why they look so familiar. Familiar? Similar. Mm, that's a good point, actually. Sort of? I always considered that Legendary Super Saiyans was like a genetic... I don't want to say deformity, but like mm. a mutation, almost. Yeah, I see what you mean. Yeah. So, more of... Evolution, really. Yes. Mm. Yeah. 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 I think if King Vegeta didn't have his way, I think we'd have a lot more stronger Saiyans. Possibly. I think. Who knows what would have happened to the Saiyans? Mm. Yeah. And then also, like the way they lived. I mean, you've seen them. Well, you've seen them in like the original films when Bardock came along and said, "You know, Freezer's planning something. We've got to stop him." And they just kept on drinking and fucking and having a great time. They were they were sort of savages, really. They were absolute savages. And imagine if they, you know, actually worked hard, you know, kept kept training, I guess, trained the way the Vegeta and Goku did, the way Broly had to, the way Kale and Cauliflower did. Who knows what we might see in the Super Saiyan roster. That's a lot to think about. Yeah, I didn't mean to... Get so deep with yeah, Dragon Ball. Yeah, you know? <laughs> Also, we learned that current Vegeta is the fourth Vegeta. There's he's... been four Vegetas. Yeah, he's v- referred to as King Vegeta the fourth. So there's Vegeta, his yeah. dad. The third. Who are the first two? I assume the first one is the planet. And then there's, a, <laughs> there's another Vegeta that we're missing. Probably King Vegeta's dad. Probably. They were probably all so vain. They just kept on calling each other Vegeta. And dumb. <laughs> <laughs> My question now is, what would Vegeta do? What would King Vegeta do if he had two sons? Clearly, Vegeta the fourth, Vegeta the fifth. Sorry for being so stupid. It, yes, it sounds so simple when you put it that way. You're welcome. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> Should we finish off uh, the Broly review roundup then? Yeah, I love Gogeta. Mm-hmm. I've been waiting to see Gogeta and Broly fight for over 10 years. It's been too long. I saw it on Budokai 3's opening, and I've wanted that to be canon ever since. I'm a visionary because I've wanted it, and now I've got it. I'm very happy. I'm very satisfied. 12 out of 10. You sound just like the fans of Spider-Man from last year. I don't have this. I want it. I have it. I never wish death on anyone, though. True, I, true. I was just silent, and I'm just very happy now that my Christmas wish has been granted. I've had a great Christmas. 
Jose Mourinho got fired. So, you know, I'm very happy. I'm glad that's good news. Someone losing his job. <laughs> Man, you should have seen that tyrant. He's a real-life freezer. Yeah, maybe it's good he's gone then. Yeah, absolutely. But we like freezer. Way over there. Way <laughs> over there. Not on Earth. <laughs> not on Earth. Not on Earth, killing our friends. Yeah, no. Yeah, no okay. No. Yeah. In space. He's One... not allowed in spaces. <laughs> I think he owns spaces. Does he own... Oh, should we boycott spaces or... We have to... Here is a thread on why Spaces is problematic. <laughs> but the two things I really enjoyed about that movie, really quickly, the pacing. Nothing felt too slow and nothing felt too quick. It's in very a bad organic. Way. Yeah. yeah. The backstory, I was enthralled in every minute of that. Freezer, the Scouters, Freezer's Wish, which is comic relief. And, you know, now I know that Commander Red did nothing wrong. Mm-hmm. That was great. And I love how, like, there was a parallel with um, Bulma. Yes. she wanted the same thing, yes. sort of. Yeah. More or less, yeah. yeah. She wanted five years, he wanted five inches. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> context and is needed. Absolutely not. Okay, no context is needed. Watch the movie. <laughs> <laughs> and I love how this is the first time I've ever felt people were moving very fast in Dragon Ball, in anime because of how the camera was moving so normally and i remember the cell saga for this like goku versus cell they were depicted as being very quick but you'd often it would often be too quick for the naked eye to see so you couldn't fully appreciate it but with this the way the camera was moving the way the faces were stretched gogeta was moving broly was moving goku and vegeta everything felt like formula one but with people and that was amazing. I fully felt that I was involved. I fully felt I could understand the speed and the velocity these people were moving at. And that was amazing. It was beautiful to see. It was really well said. Thanks. I completely agree. One more thing I really liked. When Gogeta and Brody were fighting like at like maximum speed. I don't know what you're going to say. They went to another dimension. Oh, I don't know what you're going to say. Oh, okay. Oh, never mind. All right. well, go on. That other thing was cool as well. But you knew I, I thought you were gonna say yeah. <laughs> I wanted to be serious first and then. Okay, to, yeah. right, cool, cool. But like Gogeta looks around and goes, "What the?" Because they're going so fast, they've literally cracked time and space. Mm. I thought that was amazing. I thought that was cool. They did kind of reference that in the opening for Tenkaichi, okay, the cool. first one, and I like that they called it back. There was a lot of mm-hmm. references and Easter eggs. If you um. I feel like King Kai should have, like, scolded them for destroying the universe. That would have been a nice touch. Just throw him in there. Nah, man. He's a slug. Get rid of him. Out. King Kai, out. He's a bum. Literally, without King Kai, Goku would be dead by now. Yeah, but can you even do the Kaioken? Do you know what? Do you know what's mad? He's teaching Goku all these moves yet, and I don't think he could do any of them. (laughs) What? You know what? I think Goku taught himself, but King Kai was just there. Just putting a how-to tape. (laughs) King Kai was just, you know, like a planet. It was just, like, accommodation. Bro, yeah, yeah, you know, you're right. Also, Gogeta was cool. He did that random thing with his arms. There we go, that's what I thought you were going to (laughs) say. It was like, it it made no effect in the fight, but it was so cool to see. It's the waviest fighter of all time that has every anime ever made and every medium of social. And somewhere out there on Twitter, he's been photoshopped with waves and he's got AirPods in. I want that picture right now. It's probably there. I'm going to hang it up on my wall. I'm going to print it on a hoodie and wear it to work. Could you do a business out of this? Should you just like start printing off hoodies? Toei would like kill this? us. Toei would yeah, literally kill us. True. <laughs> Let's stop that one right Let's there. Stop that, yeah. <laughs> Toei just don't want anyone to have fun, do they? Not on their watch. Oh, goodness me. <laughs> Speaking of Dragon Ball Z and not having fun. Oh, dear. A certain voice actor has been in a lot of hot water recently due to various accusations spanning the length of his career. Yes, this is quite serious. Yeah. Vic... How do you pronounce his name? Mignogna. Thank you. We will call him Broly's voice actor, because that's a lot easier to say. Yes. Has been accused of inappropriate actions with certain fans... Fans who are underage and fans who are of a female gender. This has been this has been brought to the surface. 
However, it's been talked about for years upon years upon years upon years. However, with a really strong fan base and due to the fact that a lot of voice actors don't get heard, it's just kind of gone under the rug. The voice actor of Bulma kept on saying how her and other co-workers have been screaming about this, but their voices haven't been heard. It's a tough one because you have some people who will just blatantly lie about these things but on the other hand you still have to listen to the voices of those who have been assaulted of those whose lives have been changed by this and we need to find out what the truth is so what's out there right now and this has been backed up is the fact that he has been given his number out to fans who are underage he's been having conversations with them has not involved their parents about these conversations. He's He's been known to touch fans inappropriately. However, you can see that in the pictures that it's him and from what you can see of his fan base, because I'm very, I don't really know about voice actors because I watch an anime and then eventually it'll stop. So I've always just gone to the subs. So from what I can tell, he's very beloved amongst his audience, amongst his fans. And it looks like a guy who's just enthusiastic to see his fans. So there's a photo where it's him, he's hugging a fan, and his hand has slipped under her hoodie, and he's touching her waist. Now, maybe he went in really quickly, or maybe he was touching her inappropriately. Thing is, though, with this massive fan base and people who love him, people who will defend him, And on the other side, people who are making these accusations. Who do you believe? How do you find out the truth? How do you decipher what's what? It's almost comparable to the Bill Cosby saga. Mm -hmm. It almost came as like an entire tidal wave of accusations of harassment and, you know, assaulting and all of this. And right away, like clockwork, you have the men and women defending, you know, this person why is this only coming up now yep. i think these people just want money and attention etc etc mm-hmm. those are very naive ways of thinking people in power don't get punished easily because they have clout they have money this is how this thing works especially in america where money talks mm-hmm. as boomer's current voice actor has stated these accusations people have been saying this for over a decade The thing is, Vic is a big guy. He's the voice of Ed Elric. He has voiced a lot of characters. He's like Chris Saba and Steve Bloom out here. Such a shame as well. It is a shame. He's ruined his legacy, really, because I just believe if this many people are saying stuff, they can't all be lying. Mm -hmm. I get that. I I just don't believe that at all. I believe that this guy is dangerous. It's so tough to come forward sometimes because, especially when you're younger, this is a guy that you adore. He's someone that you put on a podium, really. He's your role model. For him to do something wrong, you don't think about it that way. Sometimes the victims think, it's actually my fault. Sometimes they don't know. Sometimes they think there's no one to speak to. Sometimes they think no one's going to believe them. Just because, as you said... They've got all this clout. Why would this person ever do something? And it's a real shame because you're right, he's everywhere. When researching this, there were lots of shows where he's one of the voices. And it's it's crazy that that's there. These beloved shows that we watch. This guy that we've supported, knowingly and unknowingly. And he's doing something like this. It's a little bit like R. Kelly, all this coming out of the woodwork. And I've got a question when it comes to the support of voice actors the anime we watch does that does that support the voice actors too because with r kelly i'm not listening to any of his music anymore annoying because the music was good still is but it begs the question all these times he was saying things like my mind's telling me no my body's telling me you know was he speaking about a woman or was he speaking about a minor like it changes things and you don't want to support their work it is a tough one because how does this affect 
like replaying movies and replaying episodes with this voice actor. Mm. Obviously, with material going forward, I believe his role should be recast. Broly should be recast for future video games and future media. It's just a sticky one when it comes to like replaying stuff from the past. Maybe they just won't replay them anymore. And it is such a shame on the heels of a very successful movie with Dragon Ball Super. Mm. So some big events, some big expos, well, I say big, they're more of the smaller ones, they've actually boycotted this guy. And that's happened previously. And this is just news that I'm finding out. But what I want to know is, did the fans know this and just rolled with it? Did they ever like question why he was banned from certain smaller organisations? And from what we've seen in Hollywood, like, this is all happening around the same time. It seems like a culture where people who were in power just thought they could do whatever they want and it would be fine. So when I was like reading all this, at first, I honestly thought maybe it's a case where people are just taking this too far. Like, a touch on the waist, maybe a touch on the back. That doesn't seem like a big deal to me. Especially the fact that this guy is much, much older. And he probably speaks with other adults. And you probably, like, give them slight touches here and there. It's not a rapey thing to do. It's just communication. On the other hand, the fact that he is in the public eye. And the fact that it's gone on for 15, 17 years. You can't put that down to him just not knowing any better this was probably brought to his attention. He was probably told, even if he thinks this is he's not doing anything wrong, this was probably brought to his attention and he should have just adjusted his behaviour accordingly because especially with young and impressionable people, you shouldn't make them feel uncomfortable. You shouldn't not be their role model anymore. That like you do have this job to be self-aware about your actions and how they affect people around you. So if this happened for like a month someone told him and he sorted it out I would say that's fair enough he didn't know he's working with a lot of people and he was just genuinely being himself being a good guy but that's come across in the wrong way but because this has gone for so long he must have known he must have had some inkling absolutely and nothing's changed that doesn't bode well for him yeah the fact that a fellow voice actor has said this has been going on for 10 years we've been raising concerns for over a decade it's not accidental mm-hmm. that can't be unintentional I mean if if his entire crew was was backing him and refuting these claims then I could say there's a chance that Vic has probably done nothing wrong there's still a good chance of that but if the inner circle is saying that he's he's doing these things doesn't really leave us much to go on. Yeah. Of course, we all await more news on this. Yeah, exactly. We are not the judge. We are not the jury. We are just... The executioners. I don't want to be the executioner. That's, that's too much pressure. I, I don't want that. I don't want that. No, I, I can't be the executioner. <laughs> Let's talk about the Xbox Live coming to the Switch, the iOS, and Android. So, it seems like it's gang up on Sony time. Xbox Live is going to be on everything apart from Sony. It's going to be on the Switch, it's going to be on your phone. And when it comes to the phones, I do get it. Um, You'll be able to access your profile, your achievements, your friend lists, that makes sense. Why it's coming on the Switch is weird. Unless it's a, a ploy or a move to get cross-platforming done. Or, you know, to band together. What Nintendo doesn't really need that. If we can't access the games on Xbox Live on these other devices, what do you think Xbox's or Microsoft's goal with this is? It's a tough one. Apart from the Switch, I completely understand the other platforms. It makes perfect sense. And it goes in line with their Project X Cloud that they released, well, that they said would be going live this year at some point. It was mentioned, I think, October 2018 last year, uh, and they should be pushing it more this year. 
basically Project X Cloud is where you can just stream Xbox games to non-Xbox platforms and you can play them with a Bluetooth enabled Xbox controller. And if you've already got Xbox Live on your tablet, on your on your smartphone, it just makes life easier. I've, I've already got Xbox Live on this. I might as well just you know play my games on this as well. It's like integrating users into Xbox Live. And also, currently, they've got a user base of 400 million. And I think, okay. yeah, I think that includes the console, PCs, possibly Microsoft uh, Windows Live phones, maybe. Okay. Um, and out of that, you've got 68 million active users. They include things like smartphones and tablets and the Switch as well. Now you've got a user base of 2 billion they don't even all have to be gamers. Just the fact that Xbox Live is there in the corner of their eye, just the fact that it's available, just the fact that they can now advertise through that, just the fact that you can use those services, that's just great marketing right there. And when Project X Cloud is, you know, really pushed, oh, I've really got Xbox Live. Oh, I can play it on my phone. Yeah, let me just buy this on my phone. And you've seen a lot of, so for me, You've got your like your Candy Crushes. Um, you've got your like Joy. What's it called again? Jetpack Joyride. There's one about building battle blocks. You're basically like a a player that goes around the map, and you got like these like triangles, and like it's a really good co-op game. I completely forgot what it's called, but there are really there are lots of like really good smartphone games, and you're starting to see them now on like the Xbox Store, on the PlayStation Store as well. Like lots of indie games. Like it's all kind of crossing over now yeah. and I think what Xbox want to do and they're really pushing it is just give people access to games and do away with the console eventually and by getting involved with all the other platforms I think they're on the right step to do that now in the case of the Switch that is something I'm very unsure about because they're competitors Microsoft and Nintendo and you don't really get into bed with someone you're trying to beat. Actually, no, you do get into bed with someone you're trying to beat. Let me rephrase that. I was going to say, that might have been the best metaphor I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> you don't really get into bed with you know someone you're competing against because eventually lines will blur and you start working together, you start working together a lot more and you might just form a partnership. I don't think Nintendo are going to do that, but this is still your... This is still a competitor, and you don't really want to give them an edge. I don't know what Nintendo get out of it. Maybe it's a case where more Xbox users will be inclined to use their Switch because it's going to be a bit more integrated. The crossplay, as you said, already exists. But uh, I'm not too sure. I guess we'll see as time goes on. Do you have any thoughts about this? I think it's a very interesting play by Microsoft. It could benefit them greatly. There's a lot of potential with it. It doesn't make sense to me, though, right now. The Switch bit. Or yes. everything else. The Switch bit. Yeah. yeah. Xbox Live being on the Switch doesn't make sense to me it's right weird. now. Mm. The only... Even the colour scheme's odd. Red, yeah, it does blue, not work. Green. That green is ugly. Mm. The only thing I can think of is there being... Xbox are planning something. Some sort of collaboration with the Switch, or maybe there'll be you know, playable on the Switch. I don't know, but it just seems kind of weird. Mm. Speaking on Xbox, what do you think about some soft rumours that the Xbox Anaconda or the successor to the One is going to be disc-free? I mean, again, that really goes in line with what they're trying to do. They really want to push their streaming service for games, although you need to have a really good internet for that. They're, they're really trying to get access to like more players so they always say like it's all about the games all about your experience so a console that doesn't have a disc so I think it's more it's the streaming service I think that's what they want to do they really want to push that and if you can have a streaming service you're not going to need a disc I think they want to try and probably push all their games to a streaming service so on their part they'll save money don't have to produce discs I guess they can say it helps the environment as well saves on shipping costs saves on all of that and everything can just be streamed digitally and for the consumer 
especially the casual consumer, they don't have to invest in anything. Like, they see a game, oh, I'm not really sure about that. They don't have to buy it. They've just got this service that gives them access to a massive library of games. And we're seeing this kind of thing more often. So there are things called the Linda and Udemy where you pay a subscription and you can just learn lots of things from different teachers. You can learn how to code. You can learn accountancy. You can you can learn various like things that you wouldn't be able to normally without going to university. And the thing is with that is you've got lots of people buying this service and that's where you make your money from because they're not exactly buying one thing. They get access to a lot. It's like Netflix. You've got all of this in one place and you pay a small fee every month and look how well Netflix is doing. Like, Blockbuster's gone now. <laughs> and I think that's what maybe Microsoft are trying to do with their streaming service. There's no commitment. You can just game whenever, even if you're, like, casual, even if you're hardcore. I say hardcore, even if you played games, if you play games more than the casual gamer, you've now got access to it. And that is probably what the console-free version is going to do. And it'll probably be cheaper as well, which again, it's it takes away another barrier into playing games. On my old workplace, there was this one guy, his name's Darren actually, and he's always toyed with the idea of, you know, getting a games console, being a gamer. He's And he always says, oh, I'm not sure, well, I want to, but oh, I don't know, I don't want to, is all my time going to go to that? Like, I'm, I'm really thinking, oh, that game looks really good, but I, I'm not sure... I think this would be perfect for that kind of gamer who's just on the fence. Get them, because why not? And everyone's going to enjoy that, because if it's like a fiver or a tenner a month, that's not a big deal. That's literally maybe one less trip to the pub or one less meal after a night out or literally like half of someone's gym membership. Yeah, it should be like just one less small luxury that you forego and then you can have this thing for the month. Seems like a good plan to me. It's fair. Mm. Hopefully Darren actually gets that games console. I hope he does. Get off the fence. Yeah. I would advise him to get a Switch. But It is portable, yeah. It's really good. Yeah, yeah, play knows. on your commute. He's got a two-hour commute, so that Switch is perfect. perfect. Yeah, exactly. It's starting to advertise on trains as well. My thoughts on the disc-free console, very risky. Mm-hmm. Because... I mean, Soldier Boy did it, and look how well that went for him. Yeah, have you seen him lately? I mean, I've never, I've never actually hung out with him, so he looks like he's been suffering, man. He's been going through some hard times. Too much choice when it comes to gaming, because his console boasts a massive library. That's what it is. I wonder how it ranks in the top. Selling <laughs> <laughs> consoles. Sale. That's a low blow, man. But yeah, disc-free console. I think. In the long run, this might be a really great innovative move. Mm-hmm. This could have been what Xbox One should have done instead of that clusterfuck of what they did at E3 all those years ago. That's so because funny. When you actually deep it, they are kind of doing that, mm-hmm. but this is a clever way to market that. Mm-hmm. Whoa, no- whoa, 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 whoa. Can I just look you there, actually? I don't think that's going to work because... Not me, or we kind of disclaim, but this is not me. But there are some people out there who will get Netflix and they'll log in their Netflix on a friend's smart TV and that friend just never logs out and then Netflix have lost out on one... Sub- I would never do that. Netflix have lost out on one subscription and that just, just gets just rinsed by so many people. What are your... Like, mm, I mean, that sounds like sharing to me. It is, but I think Xbox would regulate that. You can regulate that if you really wanted to, so... Mm. I don't know, Netflix are just allowing it for now. They have introduced plans to try and shut that down, though. What? I mean... What? Oh, sounds they? like you're in trouble, man. No, that's not what you're talking you, about. You sure? So, yeah, yeah, I'm very sure. Okay. I, I, mm. I wouldn't do that. No, mm, no, yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think... A disc-free console obviously stops you from ha- the inconvenience of having to log around your physical disc. Mm-hmm. But there are people who still, you know, they still romanticize that period of life. And does that mean your disc completely depends on your storage space or, you know, your internet connection? That's so true. You can't game share. Game share is still very important. 
some people complete a game and they don't want to like sell it off to CEX or whatever and they'll give it to their friend to try out mm. and with that you kind of lose that so that's why I think it's a bit of a risk I think there will be a backlash there will be people who won't like it but I think in the long run everything is going to go digital that's where we're going yeah well we've seen it with Blockbuster before like um yeah they're dead yeah it's the same thing but now with games and I think what would be really good for the companies maybe not so much for the consumers because as you said disk space is a thing but I guess that's what streaming will do and hopefully internet becomes amazing for everyone because sometimes I have days where literally a small download will take me the whole day and it's just really jarring but this is really good for the company from a financial perspective because it will kill the secondary market it will get rid of things like CEX it will get rid of pre-owned at game it will destroy those markets and it means they get to keep all that revenue for themselves so it's a smart move on their part if this works and you know like you're right everything's going digital like um instagram will change or whatsapp will change and everyone will be like oh no it's terrible oh, i hate this i hate this i hate this and then literally a week afterwards no one's no one's trying to share anymore no then, one's deleted yeah, that app. no one's yeah it's still using it like, it's, <laughs> exactly it's not a big deal iphone when they got rid of the jack and it just became like one little connection i think uh android users gave them shit for a little bit uh, apple users were really upset about this to not be there anymore. They've just got their little adapter and they're fine. They're okay with it. The change happens and digital is quite convenient. And when you do download a game, there's a part of you, the part of you that loves discs, that bit of you dies inside. But at the same time, it only dies because you're running out of space on your PlayStation or your Xbox. (laughs) If that space was limited, you would not give a shit. Well, sorry, that's me personally. I wouldn't care. But changes come in and... Eventually, we're going to have more storage space. Internet's going to be better. Stream is just going to work. But at the end of the day, things aren't perfect. There's going to be things like power cuts. You're going to have times where, you know, the servers go down. The great thing about discs is if you have that game, that game is yours and it's not going anywhere. With a streaming service, that kind of takes it away. Netflix is useless if your internet goes down. Netflix is useless if the Netflix servers go down. Netflix is useless if you've got really slow internet and you're just getting 144p. That's the thing. My friend told me about the other day and I researched that 144p exists and it's disgusting. Oh, yeah. The early days of YouTube. Dark days, mate. Dark days. But that content was hella funny back then. True, true. Those Lonely Island days. Oh, there's some good days, yeah, you know. Good so times. Island, yeah, jokes. <laughs> oh, where videos were like part one, yes! three. <laughs> we watched so much anime on YouTube. Struggle. Oh. Yeah, that's how I um, started watching One Piece the right way after four kids. Subbed? Yeah, of course. Nice. Where Sanji had a cigarette, not a lollipop. Oh, no. Yeah, it took me a while to get used to that. Yes, yeah, I was like, oh my God. Sanji, that's bad for your health. Yeah. He's a grown man. If he wants to die, he'll die. I can't be worried about him. It helped us grow up and realise that people are going to kill themselves. It's natural selection. (laughs) He says as he's about to go to Amsterdam to read his Bible. I like that. You're going to minister, evangelise, preach. Yes. Good. Exactly. There's a bit in the Red Eye District where there's a church. I will be around that church. So, yes. Moving on. Moving on. Neo has sold 2.5 million copies. Way. That's great. In the two years it's been out. It's quite good. Neo has been a success. It's been a great game. Yes, it's been a success. You're right. I don't know. It's just 2.5 in two years. That's really good. But you've got things like Smash Ultimate that sell 5 million in like a month. Kingdom Hearts that's selling like, what is that 5 million as well? In like a month. Yeah. What games are just absolutely crushing it to pieces. But that is still a really good number. Yeah, I think that's a bit of an unfair comparison when you get into the Neo's a new IP. True. And you True. have, you know, Kingdom Hearts, Smash. Mario. These are established all brands. These, yeah. People are waiting for it. Yeah. It's true. It's true. Market share and established brands 
have a very tight connection mm-hmm. because they're recognizable. And yeah. if something's recognizable, they're more likely to get sales. Mm-hmm. I think Neo to get 2.5 is very good. That's true. And it's probably people who who actually want to play it. I'm sure yeah. there's a lot of people who have played, like, bought Kingdom Hearts or Ultimate for Nostalgia, played it a couple of times, and maybe you've put it down now. Yeah. Or aren't playing it as regularly. So you're right. I think Neo's a PlayStation exclusive. Oh, even better. Then sorry, that's my uh what <laughs> heart. What, what is the word for racism in the in the games community? No, that's racism. Loyalty. Sorry. When it comes to consoles, loyalty? loyalty. Okay, that's my PlayStation 4 loyalty coming yeah. into it. Racism is what every person on Xbox Live has. And they hate people's mothers. Yeah, that's true. But when did like seven-year-old boys become great at pulling mothers? I don't understand. Smashing them every night. Around about the same time, they became crap at FIFA and Call of Duty. So never. <laughs> Kids are crap at games. <laughs> I'm not having this argument. <laughs> but yes, Kingdom Hearts Three has sold five million copies at this time of recording. The game has been out for like a week. That's mad. That is... I bet every, like, publisher would want to just throw out Kingdom Hearts 3 every month. To be fair, I think being away from the game for, like, 25 years has helped it. Yeah, that's true. So, there is that. Mm. Do you think they were just doing it to milk it a little bit? Like, in between the time that 1, 2, and 3 has come out, there have been lots of spin-offs... And there have been lots of remakes of the old game. So I think there was a remake done for the PlayStation 3 and a remake done for the PlayStation 4, which I have yet to play and it's really killing me because I want to play all of them and there's just not enough time. <laughs> you have to make time, man. You're right. I'll quit my job. Oh, wait. I already have. <laughs> Let's play some Kingdom Hearts. Speaking on that, I think that's fantastic marketing and advertising you have successfully kept your brand in the mind of your market without doing anything new. What you've done is hit copy and paste or refresh. It's like Nintendo and Square Enix fucked and their baby was a marketing genius. Absolutely. Nice. Yes. Also, I I would have loved to have been in the bedroom when that happened. Oh, boy. <laughs> Just watching. Yeah. Oh, this new game's going to be great. You know Miyamoto was there, definitely. He oversees everything. <laughs> Nothing gets past him. Reggie, too. My body is ready. But yeah, Kingdom Hearts 3 has been a success. Mm. Fan opinion is that the game is too easy, though. I'm sure there's a hard mode. Spider-Man had a hard mode. No, 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 Spider-Man got hard, Spider-Man got hard. The DLC was hard, man. I was playing on normal, and I was like, oh, shit, it's tough. Have you played the DLC? You know, play the DLC and put it on hard. All right, when it's, like, free or something, I'll do it. No, I've got it. All right, cool, I'll do it. Yeah, We'll good. do it here. Yeah, yeah. good, yeah. Sick. Yeah, sweet. Cool. We'll have a death counter, too. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, with the popularity of Fortnite... The game seems to be slowly dying, but there is a new sun to take its place. Apex Legends, which got released on the same day it was announced, the 4th of February. I didn't even know it existed. Oh, no, Apex, hello. I just saw the hashtag and I was like, what what is this? What is Apex Legends? Is this some sort of mobile game? What? No, Mm. it's a free game on the PS4, Xbox One and the PC. Poor Switch. They're alright, they've got Smash, isn't it? Yeah, they don't care. Yeah, they're yeah. aight, they're aight. Well, hold on, they've got Smash, PlayStation have Kingdom Hearts 3, what's the Xbox rocking? Overcooked. That's on Switch too. Oh, I think dear. PlayStation as well. Overcooked is so good, we have to play that, it is a lot of fun. Is it like Cooking Mama? I've never played Cooking Mama. Oh, okay. That's why I still have my mum. Right. While I hand Isaac his P45... <laughs> There's a new job opening that streamcast. <laughs> <laughs> no, you can't do that. We need to have majority rules vote. Who, all in favour of sacking Isaac, say aye. Aye. All opposed, aye. 
See, it's 50-50. Technically, you said I, which means you agree with me, when you should have said nay. So, Isaac out successfully. Oh, the question was mm. all opposed. Mm. <laughs> you can't just bully me into silence. I won't have it. Okay. <laughs> well, Apex Legends is a free-to-play battle royale-ish game. It's like Fortnite. It's like Call of Duty. It's like Overwatch. There are black female characters, and I love it's two. that. It's two. At least two. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah. The one with the little puffs. Oh, I think yes. she's really cute. I like her. And the one with the curly hair, she's really cute too. Yeah, both of them. Yeah, I like both of them. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah they both look great. All the characters look cool. Mm-hmm. I the guy with the... um. The circles on his like his arm because he was in the trailer. Like I think he's great, great personality, great ability. Love it. Is That's... that Mirage? No, Mirage the girl. No, Mirage is like the one in yellow that you said you wanted to play as. Is it Mirage as well? Yeah. Wait, no, what's the girl's the, name? The girl's name is Wraith. Or something. Yes, you're right. Yeah, I'm thinking of Mirage. Yeah, I think he's really cool. Yeah, he does look cool. Yeah. Although I feel like he's inspired by Tracer a little bit from Overwatch. Same colour scheme, same like kind of colour. So like she's got this blue thing on her chest that lets her like run really fast and walk through time and space, I guess, kinda. And he can just walk through time and space, I guess. Oh my god, it's the kinda. same. <laughs> <laughs> but I, know, I might be like clutching at straws. Because we only played, because we played it, like, but only a little bit for the tutorial and one game. We both didn't do great. But we leveled up, got to level yeah, three, yeah, with zero kills. We are Jose Mourinho. <laughs> yes, we parked the bus. Someone's got to park the bus. Someone's got to. Someone's got to drive that bus. You exactly. Know what I mean? like, That's all it is. You got to get it from place to place. Otherwise, commuters would be pissed. Exactly. Doing the service. The ones who win wars are the ones who survive, and we survived. Mm-hmm. You're welcome. Yeah, we don't have to do the killing. We just do the delegating. Oh my goodness. Like, it must be so good to just be a delegator and to not do anything, really. Those are the fat cats, like King Vegeta Third. You do that, but can you do it? No. <laughs> Useless. Put him in a pod and ship him off somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what happened to King... I think that's what happened to his dad. King Vegeta probably said, you know, I'm, I'm sick of you. Shoved him in a pod and threw him away. Yeah, no, I actually, I bet that King Vegeta the Third killed King Vegeta the Second. And if King Vegeta the Fourth grew up on King Vegeta, I think King Vegeta the Fourth would have killed King Vegeta the Third on King Vegeta's planet of Vegeta. Absolutely. Yeah, say that five times quickly. Yeah, that's not gonna happen. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, that game has been very popular. Apex Legends. Within eight hours, has amassed one million unique players. Mm. That's amazing. And they have promised cross-platforming is to come. That makes me happy. That's amazing. I From think PlayStation? No more details have been announced. Mm. It might just be a PC and Xbox thing. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping it's a PS4, Xbox, and PC thing. Yeah. I do think cross-platforming is the future for games that are not exclusives. So your FIFAs, your Call of Duties, your Tekkens, your Mortal Kombat's. Because why not? Why not? Yeah. Literally. Because like rival rivalry is a really good thing. I think rivalry helps sell consoles too. It helps like helps energize the gaming community a little bit. Like all your fighting tournaments wouldn't exist. Well, they would exist, but they wouldn't be as as fun without that rivalry. I guess you wouldn't play your friends like for hours on end of fighting games if there wasn't like a sort of you know friendly rivalry going mm, along yeah and what better rivalry than I'm on Xbox I love FIFA I'm on Playstation 4 I love FIFA and who's better who's, whose squad is better yeah is, is the Playstation are Playstation better at FIFA or is like Xbox better at FIFA because at the end of the day it's the same game it shouldn't be in different mechanics shouldn't run faster or slower on any consoles the same game should have the same output that's the whole reason why a lot of games come out to PlayStation 4 and Xbox and not the Switch because they basically like can handle the same thing. Yes. So, you know, yeah. Yeah. Why not let that happen? Yeah, and it does kind of link to what you said earlier about games being the future and what people care about and less about consoles. This is very wishful, but I I think you know you got an Xbox 
FIFA player and you've got a PlayStation FIFA player, but neither of them want to compromise and play on the other console's pad, mm-hmm. why don't you just have, you know, Bluetooth and, you know, that PS player can play on the Xbox with their PS pad? Mm-hmm. I think that would be a great idea. I think there are some controllers that kind of do that, but again, they're third party controllers, so they're not going to be as good. Yeah. Or they're going to be really expensive. Yeah, so, it's always yeah, some sort point. of dodgy. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. What do you think about the potential of Apex Legends? Well, I'm not really a, a shooter fan, but after playing it, I do want to get better at it. Like, there's a shield in there, you have to, you get deployed and you got to find your own weapons. It's got that, that is what happens in Fortnite as well. But I never got, I never played Fortnite. So, this is, sounds like really cool, and I'm willing to, to give it a go. And it seems very new. Like, when we played, people we played with, they were relatively fresh as well. They hadn't played it, so in that regards, it feels like I'll be able to get in and play people like like myself and be able to, you know, get to grips with the game and not get, you know, completely demolished by someone <laughs> who's played for like, you know, a year or two and knows the maps inside out, back to front and I just don't stand a chance. So this is good. Yeah. So in terms of, you know, if you could do well I like what I saw when I played it. Looks like it'll be a lot of fun. I like the world as well. Um, some people might not care, but like, there are these like weird creatures in the back that are like absolutely massive and have like three trunks for some reason. Mm. There's, I guess my narcissistic side is coming out. Like you've got little posters that show your face on them when you're playing. <laughs> I like that. I wish my life was like that as well. Um, but yeah, from what I've seen, like it seems like a really good game. Guns seem easy enough to use. I guess it does take a while to get used to that sort of interface. I don't really play shooters that much, but it's a shooter that I do want to go back to and you know have a lot of fun. On. And the games don't seem that long. You probably go in, have a game or two. Uh, if you're really good, you'll probably have a long game. If you're really crap, you'll die and just, just find another game, I guess. But be a learning curve. Looks like a good game. What about you? I think the game's got a lot of potential. Mm. Just because there's characters from all types of backgrounds. There's someone that looks Samoan on it. There's a lot of, you know, Genuinely choice. thought that was Maui when I saw him. <laughs> I'm like, whoa, those tats. I like that. Um, I'm not too much of a shooter game fan myself, but I do want to be good at this game. It just seems fun. Mm. I do wish you were able to play solo mode or if you have a friend in the same room as you... It would be cool if you could be on the same team because it's basically teams of three, 20 teams of three in a battle royale where these teams of three need to kill each other's teams. Mm-hmm. I think it would be cool if you could just like both of you, three of you in the same room, just play together as a team. I think that would be amazing. That would be so cool. I hate the fact that games don't do that enough nowadays. It's got to be, you're in your house, I'll be in my house and we can play this game. Or some couples do this. They'll have, like, two TVs and two setups, and they'll just <sighs> play together side That's by side. smart. That does sound That's really cool. a lot cool. of money, though. It is a lot of money. Go get someone who's working just like you. <laughs> and no kids. And the bag. Yeah, exactly. But, yeah, I'm looking forward to playing this game. It's yes. Really yeah. Yeah. But, obviously, you know, when God of War Ragnarok comes out, um, I'm going to drop this game ASAP and just live in Midgard. I regret not taking a week off work when that game came out when God of War Ragnarok comes out I'm taking a week off of work it's been booked from now and as soon as I find out the release date I will edit accordingly (laughs) (laughs) I'm looking to be a freelancer when that happens and literally any project that's coming out I'm like these days can't do it won't happen sorry there is a important family engagement and it's technically not a lie because Kratos is family he is family he's everyone's dad exactly and if someone refutes that Kratos and Atreus are family that is a family event I have to be there yeah you can't miss Atreus graduation exactly what if he's grown up in this game oh my god you know games take like five years you know to make now so Atreus might go through puberty whoa are we going to be there to watch that? How can someone deny us that moment? What kind of heartless beast would stop us from enjoying our Dude. own child? Exactly. Do you know what I mean? 
book it off now. <laughs> but yeah, anything else you want to discuss? No, I think I'm done. Yeah? Yeah, I think I'm good. Cool. Right, well, thank you for listening to us to the end. The Devil May Cry 5 demo should be out by now, so let us know how you're finding the demo. Are you 100% sold in that game? Are you not going to get it? Why not? Are you picking up the S ranks? Yeah, I'm looking forward to getting my hands on that demo, and hopefully I enjoy it because I never played a Devil May Cry game before, and it looks slick. You should try the one that came out not too long ago. I've heard really good things about it, where they... They redesigned Dante, so he's more modern, okay. I guess. But I've heard really good things about it, so you can try that too. If the Devil May Cry demo really, you know, gets you excited and you want something to to, to get you going, mm. to keep you going until so the next game comes out, there's that. And I think that's on PlayStation 4 and Xbox, so you can give that a try. And then when cool. the next one comes on, well, hello, play yeah. Devil May Cry. Really good story too. Oh, cool. Yeah. I haven't I, played any of it, I've just heard about this. Fair. Mm. I do love a game with a good story. I think all games should have a good story, or just great gameplay in terms yeah. of... Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, not every game needs a great story. There are, you know, the simple kind of games, where it's just like the mechanics, as you said. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like FIFA. FIFA doesn't need a story. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why there's a story mode there. I don't care for it. I care about seasons, or career mode, whatever it's called. And, you know, the literal exhibition mode. That's it. Online mode is cool as well, you know. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Devil May Cry demo is out on the PS4 and the Xbox One. The full game will also be out on the PC on the 8th of March. So keep... Wait, the full game's coming out really quickly then? Yes. Yeah. Nice. What's the point of the demo then? I don't know. Maybe there are not enough pre-orders. You never Maybe. know with a demo. Mm-hmm. To be fair, Devil May Cry has not been out for a while. Mm. So I'm pretty sure there's a strong fan base behind Devil May Cry. Oh, yeah, there is. Yeah. But, you know, it's all about winning new fans, really. True. Because if you know you're going to get X amount of fans, then you kind of need to work on getting X plus Y. Exactly, so. yeah, it's true. Those fans aren't going to be around forever, so you've got to Absolutely replace not. them with yeah. young blood. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. Keep us in the conversation on our Twitters. Our professional Twitter is streamcast underscore. Our Instagram is streamcast underscore. Our personal Twitters are Blackamora. Kill Screen Kenny. And our YouTube is The Streamcast. Make sure to like, subscribe, and comment on our videos. We're currently doing a FIFA series, and I'm very inconsistent on that game. One game I'll like smack someone 5 0, the next one I'll lose like 10 0. But I'm having fun with it. That's all that matters. On average, he's having fun with it. That's what matters. <laughs> Mate, get good. Fam, I'll smack you at FIFA. I don't even play FIFA. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll see you on the next Streamcast. <laughs>